someone else's baby and uh and then she said well wow uh, it's so good to see that you're active and you stuck around for your family and i was floored uh, i was floored because i know she she probably thought that was going to be a compliment but i was <laughs> see how there, there's a lot of lay downs and stuff right in here you want to spin a bait up past what you want to fish and then just slowly reel it back. Catch it, catch it, don't let it sink. If you feel one, hit it. Set the hook. Boom! Fish number one. Welcome back to I'm ready to talk now, now, now. If you were that kid that looked at your father as the, you know, as the superhero, right? There is something to be said about that. Um, you are basically saying that your dad can do anything. Pops is capable of anything. You know, he's, he's strong. He can work really hard. He provides for his family. He bought me this awesome bike when he didn't have to. Um, uh, you know, he, uh, he took me to ball games. Uh, he took me to wrestling matches and all this stuff and football games and, you know, all these sporting events and, you know, yada, yada, yada. That's how I looked at my pops. You know, it's, it's just, I think it's just a thing. Um, in my eyes, Pop could do no wrong. He could do absolutely, truly, truly nothing, really. Um, but what really helped was that I got a chance to see my dad, fortunately. Um, he worked a lot. Um, but when I say see him, I got he was actually there to be with the family, do weekend trips and, you know, get out of the house. And, you know, he taught me how to fire off, you know, you know, firearms, uh, discharge firearms and go fishing. And, um, you know, we went, you know, work on, work on, uh, vehicles, you know, like I come from a long line of mechanics and, uh, that type of shit is awesome. We went to drag race races. I'm talking about like room, room fast, not RuPaul stuff. Um, uh, I I don't think he's totally into that shit. Um, <laughs> just something about that RuPaul, you know, gets me every time. Uh, and and yeah, um, that is that is what I looked forward to on the weekends other than playing video games and you know listening to music by myself as much as I could but you know he shared speaking of that he shared things with me he shared music with me he shared films and knowledge with me and um and yeah and I know that you know this kind of sounds like a you know like a memorial service and you know 
<laughs> it really shouldn't. It never sounds bad. Uh, he was a great man uh, standing here on Capitol Hill. Uh, this man did everything for his country. He blew himself up in the sacrifice of America. And you should thank him for that. Give me an amen. Can I get a hallelujah? Please, please, someone give me a hallelujah to this great, beautiful man. Please. It's nothing like that. Sorry. Um, he is alive and still kicking ass. And, um, you know, yeah, he's in his uh, he's in his 70s and in his early 70s. And this man is still going strong. He believes in the creed of do not quit on anything. You try and see that shit all the way through. You get knocked down, you get the fuck back up. You dust yourself off and you try again. And then you try again. And you keep trying and you try again. And you try again. And you try again. Keep going. You try again. Keep going. Try it. That was instilled in me as a young man as to uh, people are going to treat you like shit. People are going to uh, uh, belittle you, berate you. Uh, people are going to make you, obviously, you know, belittle, make you feel less than your worth. And you got to find some way of digging super deep into that, um, into your feelings, into your emotions, and telling them to go fuck themselves. And, yeah, he's been through, he's, he's been through it all. Dude was born in the 50s. So the man has seen it all. Um, uh, yeah, so those are the things that, you know, he has instilled in me. He has inspired me to not give up on stuff, to push through as much as I can. There's only so much that a man can take before they just lose their shit and then just they got to go figure out something else. So... This man, Papa Miles, all right, this man has done, in my opinion, the ultimate thing that, that truly can make a father, you know, a great father. And that is to want a child, bring a child into the world, and give it every single thing that he can and that um and you know i know that that's a cliche thing i guess is that you know i want to give my kid the childhood that i couldn't have and all this stuff you know and i think that that's just common um and i think that that's what he was really trying to do for me and you know he also allowed me to um to live, you know, be a kid as much as I could, you know, be a kid, go experience things. You, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get your feelings hurt, but you need to feel this experience because once you get older, it's going to get a lot worse. You need to really know what that shit fucking feels like. Um, this is only the minor leagues that you're going through. Wait till you graduate high school. Um, get into the college world and get into the professional work 
environment, and now you're in the major leagues, kid, and uh, you're going to have to deal with it. Um, and so, yeah, he, he's, uh, he has definitely, definitely put me on a pretty good path uh, of life and the rest is up to me, right? You know, there's only so much that your parents can do. And of course you really start to figure this out as you get older is that your parents are trying to set you up on a path to succeed. And, um, I know a lot of them feel, you know, a great deal of shame, um, when they have seen your path and they're like, what the fuck went wrong or whatever. Listen, you did the best you could. You did everything you could, as long as you tried, and you talked to us, and you were there for us, and you listened to us, because I still think respect. Um, parents deserve their kids' respect, and and I know that different cultures and all that stuff, white people, obviously, you know, that's a whole different thing. Um, there's no way in hell that I could call my mom a bitch at the grocery store in front of her face and not get fucking ragged. Uh basically beat the fuck up, chopped in the throat, and then probably put in the trunk of the car, and she's probably gonna push that shit off a cliff, and, you know, see if I survive. Let's get back to my pop. Uh, we went fishing a lot. And, you know, those are memories. You know, I'm here to talk about mainly the really great memories. And the memories that I'm still having with this old man is that going fishing was a big deal. We did that. He would come in my room, kick down the fucking door, flick on the lights, you know, rapid fire, and waking me up at 4 a.m. And, you know, literally yanking the sheets off my fucking body which let's be honest man that's a no-no i mean there's a thing that kids you know go through you, you know what i'm talking about it's the it's a thing called morning wood and it happens and and i need um i need parents to you know fuck off with that you know you were a kid you understand that so don't just go busting in the room and embarrassing 
your child like that. Um, who wants to see their child's boner? Uh, that, that's the fuck is that? That's weird. Um, yeah, just almost like every other Saturday or whatever. We didn't even have to go fishing. He would just bust in my room and go, let's go do some shit. And I'm like, it is 4 a.m., dude. What? Where are you going? Because I want to sleep because I feel like my life is tough because I went to school and barely learned a goddamn thing. So um, where are we going? And he just wants to get in the car and drive and go see things and he can show me stuff and just be a father, right? He just wants to spend time with his kid. Um, so yeah, we went fishing a lot. We listened to music. We would be in the car and we would just listen to all kinds of music and grew up on funk, jazz, you know, classic, you know, I guess what was becoming more of classic rock um, and blues, everything. He played everything and we're chilling in this, in this 1973 Buick Riviera and just, as he calls it, cruising. And that is what we would do on the hot Texas mornings, is just cruise. And uh, sometimes I thought this nigga was scouting for pussy. I don't know if he truly was or not, but I just knew that I had a honey bun in my hand and uh, he would say, look out the window, and there you go. And we're listening to all kinds of shit. You know, Steve Vai, Pink Floyd, uh, Barry White, uh, Herb Alpert, Miles Davis, this goes on and on um it was just an all-around good time and he did that with myself and my siblings um and, and and just a just a just a good a good time so this is what has always stuck out the most with with my pops is that he's very keen on if someone's not gonna do something like help you out with something and you've been asking them over and over because there's only so many times there's only so many times you can get that where you have asked a person or persons to help you with something and if they don't show up you know and they're talking all this good good and you know nothing's nothing's happening fuck them do it yourself and he has taught me that over the years just do it yourself. I've seen this man do plenty of things by himself. And people ask questions on, how did you do that? Where did that come from? Didn't you need help with that? And he says, no. Um, and I am a firm believer of DIY. It's just, it's in our blood, honestly. We, we just like to do shit on our own. We try and ask for help. It doesn't happen. And we're tired of waiting so we do it ourselves um yeah i'm a firm believer of a lot of that shit um man if you still have a chance to hang out with with your folks you know they can still move around even if they can't really move around just hang out with them talk with them learn some more shit because they have a bunch of information that they have still yet to disclose to you um just talk to them you know they just want to hang out with their kids <laughs> so and i try and do that as much as i can whenever i go back home i just want to hang out with with my parents in a way and just say what's up and pick their brains a little bit about 
what happened back in the day and how they grew up and you know has what has changed you know after you know 40 plus years uh 50 years like what has changed um it's um yeah just do just do that you'll have fun if your parents are cool you'll have fun if your parents smoke weed like mine do you'll have fun uh just saying uh it's it's a good time and uh, you are better off and they're better off and they feel way more comfortable with you being around and um yeah it's a great experience so yeah don't act like you're too fucking busy you know go see your parents i know that when you're in your fucking early 20s everything is hectic but uh uh just still try and make time and say what's up to your parents and hang out with them because man we have a lot of fun true story so much fun talk to him talk to him talk to him father 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 try something different you know i started hanging around hanging around in sandals and big old boardings and things talk about you know going to outdoor concerts and that's where I'm, I would meet these ladies, you know. Hey, you know, where are you from? I said, oh, hell, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the military. Where are you stationed? Uh, over at, over at Fort Bliss. Oh, okay, yeah. We're from Las Cruces or Albuquerque, you know. That's where I started, man. And, you know, you know. Boom, that's when I got gonorrhea for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I learned about STDs. That's yeah. when I first learned about STDs. Yeah. You know? I had, had, had to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up one morning. Ah, shit. Fuck. Fucking dick stuck to my shorts. You know, I thought, fuck.
yes, can you dig it, guys? That was the cool sounds of Billy Cobham. I'm, I'm fucking with you. Uh, guys, thank you, honestly. Thank you for hanging out, tuning in. And, uh, and in all seriousness, that was Billy Cobham, uh, one of the great fusion drummers. Um, my goodness. All I can say is, is that what my pops did for me by introducing me to great art and music, um, films and such, but uh, yeah, taking these long ass rides as a kid and just listening to all types of music um, influenced me. So, you know, definitely the jazz era and uh, the fusion era was kind of being played. I didn't really get into the fusion stuff until like early, early, early 20s. Um, but Billy Cobham, the album is called Crosswinds. What you heard was uh, a song called Spanish Moss. And uh, yeah, I'm that fucking dude who really enjoys jazz fusion. Like I'm a fucking science teacher or an engineer. So that I am not. But anyway, guys, uh, thank you again for tuning in. And uh, listen, there are plenty, and I do mean plenty, of black fathers that are present. Please stop listening to the media. Uh, don't listen to them. They're basing it off of all the negative shit that they see from black communities and the urban Latino communities and, and such. Um, yeah, black fathers, fathers of color are present in their child's lives. The ones that are not, it's not like there aren't fucking rednecks and well-off white men uh, who are uh, pieces of shit to their children and who are no longer there who are non-existent in their world so in their lives rather so yeah don't believe that shit they are present uh here we are <laughs> here we are we are thriving we're doing well staying healthy and uh cheers pops i love you thank you you will probably never listen to this, which is quite all right. But know that your son loves you very much. And uh, yeah, everything's good. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, stay productive. All right. Be safe out there. And I will uh, talk to you guys later. All right. Bye-bye for now. Whoa.